joined today by Ken, the hustle bee, often known simply as the bee. I've known Ken and his buddy Glenn Hustler Hacks for a long, long time. I've been on their show. They've been on my show. We've done multiple events together, including out hustled events, which is something that they do. We've done eBay opens and other seller events as well. And an interesting fact is we first met at a reseller event in Kansas City, and yep. they were pretty much responsible for giving me the name Snoop Duggy. So, <laughs> and, uh, and we're planning more stuff, but for now, welcome to the show, Hustle B. Well, Hi, so. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you, Clara and Doug. Thank you so much. Uh, looking forward to uh, all the things that uh, could possibly happen moving forward. Oh, so exciting to have you here. Um, you know, I've, I've been looking forward to, to for this session to interview you and, and introduce you, if you please, because I'm I'm pretty sure many people in our audience don't don't know you. OK, you're very well known in our community. You've been doing so much. Uh, would you please, for those that might not know you, could you please introduce yourself and tell us what you sell, please? Sure, sure. So um, my name is Ken, and uh, we do this business together with my wife. So it's Ken and JC. The hustle bee is Ken and JC. Obviously, she's the behind-the-scenes uh, stuff, um, which really it's like a yin and yang um, partnership. So um, we just uh, focus on our strength and build upon that. So yeah, Aww. I started reselling seven years ago. Um, yeah. You know, um, moved here from the Philippines ten years ago now. So. Very young in this country still, but um, yeah. I've always seen uh, the United States as the land of opportunity. So Absolutely. When me and my wife decided to get married, I said like, "Hey, let's get married in a in, uh -huh. in a different country." Like, so the choice was either Australia or the U.S. Really, um, those yeah. were your choices. Yeah, okay. So it's just so happened that we yeah. really didn't know a lot of people in Australia. Um, and then my dad's friend works for Procter and Gamble here in Cincinnati. Nice. So we're located in Cincinnati now. He said uh -huh. like, Hey, why don't you, uh, move in with me? Um, kids are, he's already like getting ready to retire. Kids are, uh -huh. out. he's got a giant house. And he said like, I'll give you the third story. You can have it. Right. So, uh, uh, so okay. Wow. So I saw that as like, okay. Australia is definitely not going to happen, but this is a good opportunity. So, yeah. you know, we can't, don't have to pay rent for, you know, a certain amount of time. So did that. Um, wow. You know, work at a call center and it just didn't fit. Um, I, I tried. <laughs> I tried, you know, really? I, I, I was, you know, the bottom line. I didn't even tell them that I had a bachelor's degree. It was because I just want to experience the how uh -huh. how is work here if yeah. you if you start from the bottom and uh -huh. they've always heard the thing that if you work hard enough there's gonna yeah. be opportunity yeah so work my way up to a supervisor and a sales trainer and that point and you know i wanted to become a you know site manager and stuff like that going up top but that's when they pretty much told me like oh you're moving too fast um there's a lot more people senior ahead of you yeah and yep. that's when i heard the you know, the business or corporate politics, you know, the glass like, ceiling. Yeah, the glass, glass ceiling. ceiling. I, was like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, wait, is this, a, this is a thing, huh? And uh -huh. I tried and tried. And um, one day I was like, okay, I can't take this anymore. This is yeah. taking, you know, taking happiness out of me. Although the reason why I got a job because I didn't want stress. 
So yeah. back in the Philippines, I had a coffee shop and a car shop. Wow. Um, I had 15 people under my payroll. Yeah. And I felt like it robbed me of my teenage years because okay. yeah. um, I had to grow up fast. I had big dreams, but I didn't know that was the sacrifice mm. for it. Yeah. Um. So when we decided to make, get married, I was like, let's sell everything. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want the 24 seven uh, stress of yeah. having to manage a business. Uh -huh. um, you know, you had, you had overheads, my overhead, yeah. work, you know, so much. Yeah. And then, um, and then, so I got nine to five and then realized that it wasn't really for me. And I just went <laughs> to my boss and like, Hey, I'm out. My last day is this Friday. And uh -huh. he's like, and he said, uh, no, you can't do that. You got to put a two week notice. And I said, what's a two week notice? <laughs> <laughs> and then they got mad. They literally suspended me until they kicked me out. And I was like, whatever, I'm out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then we that's have... when I, I started uh -huh. hustling, stumbled into the uh, sneaker game. I mean, I've yes. always been a sneakerhead my life. And then uh, YouTube, how to make money selling uh, shoes on eBay. Yeah. And then stumble on Hustler Hacks uh, article that he paid his student debt with sneakers. Yeah. Uh, after that, I just hit him up and, you know, now we're like brothers. <laughs> so Clara, so Ken answered two questions in one. So yeah. we, we, <laughs> good job, Ken. Very efficient. I figured you would tell the guy in if, oh, I got to give you two weeks notice. Two weeks, I'm going to have a whole new business started. <laughs> Which is true. So there was quite a bit of time when you were eBay focused. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to expand? I think the goal was not to expand really. Um, mm -hmm. I I took on eBay and I looked at it as I need to be an expert on this before I start doing something else. Um, right. One of the things um, I would say a flaw of mine is I get sidetracked too easily. Oh, um, um, it's just been, uh, you know, I, I do one project and I do another uh -huh. and growing up, my, my, uh, my parents just pretty much told me like, Hey, you can't do that because you'll end yeah. up not, not, you know, not fulfilling one of those projects. Um, so that was, that was a very important lessons that I, I learned early on. Sometimes I take too many, projects on that I end up not having enough time. So, you know, learning from those experience, when I saw this opportunity, I was like, I can't mess this up. This is such a great opportunity. I was like, I'm not doing anything else. And this was during the time when I started, Amazon was easy. I mean, easy uh -huh. in a way that you can yes. get ungraded fast. This was 2017. Yeah. Uh, you know, there were so many e-commerce opportunity here and there. And yeah. I was just like, nope. I'm going to stick with eBay. Uh -huh. So it took me two years before I expanded to other uh, platforms like Poshmark and Goat and StockX. Um, yeah. While everybody was telling me like, uh -huh. hey, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I'm like, well, if I have 100% of my effort here and yeah. I go to the next one, I'm not putting 100 here. And and I said, I said it's only a matter of time that I'm going to know this platform in the back of my hand yeah. Then I'm not wow. gonna need as much time to dedicate on this platform. Uh -huh. Um. So that was that was that was how 
how I, I took on um, that I was really eBay focused. And yeah. I mean, I think it paid off eventually because my eBay story, you know, our first year we went from zero to $125,000 in sales <laughs> all on eBay. And the first year <laughs> eBay emailed me, it's like, hey, you're the top 10% seller in the sporting goods category. Wow. And I was like, what? And I was like, and for me, I was like, wow, this is easy, right? But but it's not. It wasn't because it it had to take so much focus on not try to do anything else. I'm curious, why why tennis shoes? How did you get I'm super so, curious? Why not so anything I, uh, else? Yeah, I played basketball in high school. I mean, uh, I would say grade school. I, I love playing basketball. So um Come a time I wanted to join the team, and then I, I told my mom, and that's when I was introduced to you know sneakers. I mean, we weren't really we weren't well off in the Philippines, so I was like, man, like I'd love to have nice shoes. And then that's kind of like my re the reality hit. It's like wow, like these sneakers are like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, and like I'm I've never seen my parents buy anything like this, wow. right? So so my mom was very uh, big in academics, and my mom said. Um, if you get straight A's, I'll buy you a new pair of shoes. Wow. So every quarter I got straight A's. So I was the kid in school that had straight A's and had nice sneakers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that was it. That was the trigger. So my mom uh, would ask me to do things for sneakers. So my mom uh, gave me a sign. We'll work for sneakers. Anything <laughs> I would do was for sneakers. Nice. Um, so uh, I probably could think my I was yeah. probably like 10 or 11 when it started. And yeah. well, so that's like over 20 years now. So so ever yeah. since then, I was just been fascinated, I guess, because it's the it was like uh -huh. the positive reinforcement my parents put on sneakers. So now wow. so now it's I feel like my brain is wired that every time I get a new sneakers, I feel happy. I feel wow. because of how my parents like pretty much disciplined me along the way up until high school. Wow. Ken, what is your favorite pair? I must ask. Oh, it's right here. It's a Jordan 12 flu games. Ooh. I have it close by. Okay, yeah. audience, uh, for those of you that are listening, it's a beautiful yeah. pair. It's a leather. Uh, yeah, leather. Leather. It's black, black and, red. and red. Incredible. The embroidery is like almost yeah. like a sun shining. Yeah, yeah, it is. That. It is a sunshine in the back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can you Michael, tell I used to sell clothing, huh? Yeah, Ma Michael <laughs> Jordan wore ever? this. Yeah, he wore this in 1996. It was the first original pair. Um, yes, and yeah. I still have the original 1996 pair. This one is the uh, uh, uh -huh. reproduction already. Um, yep. But um, he wore this pair. Um, he had stomach flu. He had food poisoning, basically. And yeah. he went on and scored, you know, over 30 points and helped his team <laughs> win while having it. So he had to have IV rehydrated after the game. But it was a yeah. reminder for me. I mean, although I didn't see the game, I was like, that shoe is what I want to become, you know, wow. like overcoming obstacles. So that's that's why it speaks a lot to me. And although I don't wear this a lot, but I see it yeah. as like, man, if the guy could overcome it, looks, it like that. It looks unused, yeah. Ken. Yeah. So this one's kind of like, it's very new. So I, I keep like wow. four or five pairs of these. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just in case. I love it. Thank you yeah. for sharing. That was amazing. Yeah. So obviously sneakers are a big part of your story. Your journey to the United States, big part of your story. And we've mentioned him a couple of times, but he always comes up because he's a big part of your story. So Glenn, mm -hmm. Glenn Hustler Hacks. 
Mm-hmm. You guys are a tight crew. So tell us how you discovered him and then how you eventually uh, met. Yeah, so um, I, I found his YouTube um, and I was like, man, this guy's, you know, have put in the time. So that's how I pretty much kind of like measured YouTubers. Like if you've put up videos for a long time consistently, that means like that means like, you know, you're into this. And and I, I watch all his YouTube videos. I watch all of them. And I start joining his live show every Wednesday night. And I would just like start commenting and stuff like that. And I would just start st- tagging him on IG. And that's when I was like um, really finding, you know, when I go out and shop, I'll be like, hey, look what I found. I start tagging people. And then uh, there was one time I got sick. Mm-hmm. I got sick. And I think it was like two live shows that I missed oh. that I wasn't there watching and like chatting. And then next thing you know, like he reached out in the DMs like, hey, man, like, are you OK? I've never, you know, you're the guy that's always there, but now yeah. you're not. So I was like, that's when I was like, oh, this guy is actually a real person. He's not just a YouTuber. Yeah. Like he cares and stuff like that. So yeah. that's actually a story that I don't tell a lot. Um, uh, But Aww. but yeah, like it was that. And I was like, whoa, uh-huh. like I want to meet this guy. Like I, I okay. want I, I want to be friends with this guy because. You know, that's when I start getting introduced to the community, right? Like, yeah. okay, so there's community. There's a community of sellers that are helping each other. It's like, yeah. this is different, right? From instead of like competing, instead yes. of like trying to like gatekeep, like uh-huh. this guy's like sharing tips and knowledge for free. I'm like, <laughs> I said, this is, you know, and I came from a lot of different industry that was very cutthroat, right? You don't yeah. tell your secrets. No. You don't tell where you source. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is different. So so that was like, you know, it resonated with me because, you know, uh-huh. deep inside, I'm a I'm a person that wants a, a lot of people win. You know, I want them yeah. to succeed. You know, I would root for people. I would cheer for people. And that's when I was like, okay, this guy's real. So there was a meetup in Chicago because there was going to be like a reseller uh, event and Glenn was flying in. And in Chicago, oh. it was like four and a half hours. And I was like, and this was, he didn't travel a lot before. Uh-huh. So I'm a lot well traveled than him. I was like, oh, this guy's probably need a ride or something like that. So that's when I offered like, hey, um, uh, do you want me to pick you up at the airport? Because I'm driving to Chicago. I have a car. I'll pick you yeah. up and then we'll just go straight to the event. And nice. I actually wasn't planning on attending the event. I just <laughs> because I didn't have enough money to pay for tickets. Yeah. And I really didn't know anybody besides him that's going. Uh-huh. So I was like, uh, let me just go to the meet and greet. There was yeah. like a party, you know, uh, so yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's go there. So I picked him up and he said like, what time's the meet and greet? I said, it's not till like eight. And it was, was about like four in the afternoon. And All he's right. like, he's like, where's the closest Nike outlet? And I was like, oh, I already <laughs> like this guy. So we went to Chicago, uh, Chicago Nike outlet. Uh, you know, we filmed some YouTube videos uh, there and stuff like that. And after that, um, we just uh, in, in, Two months time, we went on a road. Uh, we went and traveled together uh, to uh-huh. visit major cities in the country to source. Wow. Yeah. So so now we're like brothers. We talk every day. <laughs> awesome. The beautiful the beautiful thing about our community, I I cannot even say the same happened to me. You know, and Doug, look at Doug and I, the community. Yeah. It's just what an incredible community we have. Uh, like no other industry, no other business. And uh, that's nice to hear that um, you were able to find that camaraderie so fast. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, and it's long lasting, still going. Yeah. So yeah. that's there you there you have it, beautiful community. You know, go and this is why you assist to events or mm -hmm. you know, do networking, maybe Facebook groups or listing parties. Uh, but yes, you need to find that person, that body, or that someone that is gonna be a body to go sourcing or maybe a partner or a, a, someone that will advise you. Um, that's amazing. Now, you and Glenn have a live weekly YouTube show. What can viewers expect to see on that, uh, B? Yeah, so, I mean, we've been doing this for, like, ever since I met him, so about six years now. Uh, um, every Wednesday night on Hustler Hacks YouTube channel, um, okay. we pretty much just talk about business. Um, okay. that's the biggest thing that we talk about there. Um, you know, you talk about community. My, uh -huh. my thing was how can I serve the community back that has helped me gain so much knowledge? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much kind of like a trailblazer in kind of ways. So I pretty much would test something new and I would report it back to the community through the live show. It's like, Hey, I tried this. Yeah. This worked, this didn't work. So that's kind of like how we talk about. And uh, Glenn's very good at um, uh, finding different topics. Um, the, how this goes is, I don't know if everybody knows, um, He it's a blind topic for me. He doesn't, I don't know the oh. title until the day off. And <laughs> I don't know the talking points until the day off. He likes to get my raw reaction and my raw answers. Nice. So, um, so it's kind of like, okay, so this is his take and what's yeah. your take now that you heard it now. So that's how, how you see it. Super original content, super yeah. original, yeah. not staged, not prepared. Mm -hmm. yeah. There is no, wow. That's, I yeah. love it. I love the concept. Yeah. So, so a lot of people can learn from, you know, uh -huh. um, just different, uh, tips and tricks on how to source better, how yeah. to list better. And we also address different issues, any updates uh, within different platforms, like if there's like any errors or glitch, uh, any like Vero violation for eBay and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are the ways that we we address it. And then, you know, uh, with proper forms of channel um, within the community that I serve, I pretty much just bring it up to eBay along yeah. the way. It's like, hey, this is what we're hearing within the community. Yeah. Like, let's, you know, what what can I answer back to them? What's yeah. what's the policy on this? Because at the end of the day, like my goal is to have like a good working relationship with the platforms that we're selling. Yeah. Um, because you know, if there's any issues, I want to be able to get a hold of somebody and not just try to, you know, phone a customer service line. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the same way with the uh, platforms, right? Because like they want to feel what it is like in the in the in the ground. Yeah. Um, in the battlefield, uh, so per se. <laughs> so I, I pretty much, you know, do that um, thing. I pretty much come up with, you know, different issues that we need to address and bring it up with eBay. Uh, and eBay, you know, would relay answers to me and um, will resolve issues. Nice. That's incredible. There you have it. Um, solution oriented, you know, and then that's that's so important to have that 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 mindset of how mm -hmm. can I help to resolve the issue yeah. instead of just ranting or maybe venting out, you know, it's just take that those 10 seconds, you know, and figure it yeah. out. You know, no, how can you, you, help. you said it best. That's what me and Glenn say. We are solution oriented people. Uh, we find solutions. We don't have time to, to dwell yeah. on the issue. 
Yeah. Uh, but our goal is to find the issue and uh, resolve it. And if it's, I said, there's two categories. It's either in our control or out of our control. If it's yeah. in our control, we'll find yeah. ways to figure it out. If it's not out of control, it's either not worry about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've obviously got a special relationship with eBay. You started there. You grew your business from there. So uh-huh. tell us about relation, your relationship with eBay, what you've done. Uh, you did, you've done eBay opens, multiples. Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell us about your relationship with eBay, please. Yeah, so I mean, that definitely has blossomed a lot in the last few years recently. Um, my first contact with them was pretty much just through emails, you know, congratulating me with my early success and my first year selling. And then uh, the 2018 came, I heard about eBay Open. Um, so we went there, uh, had a chance to uh, go visit the mothership or the headquarters. <laughs> uh, it was funny because... Um, we didn't know how expensive San Jose was until <laughs> we got there. And then we were like, Glenn, like hotels here are like a thousand dollars a night. And yeah. those are like shady hotels. <laughs> yes. And then that's when we hit up like Doug. It's like, Hey dog, like, Oh, and, and he's like, and we never really asked him, but he's like, he offered like, Hey man, I got a big uh, room. You guys want to stay in my loft? I'm like, a loft in a hotel. This would be pretty big. And then, so wow. we were like, oh yeah, let's do that instead. <laughs> so, so we stayed with Doug and, you know, pretty much that's how we pretty much, uh, you know, cultivate our relationship after that. So we've done um, Seller Spotlight with eBay. Uh, they uh-huh. came to our house and filmed it. Um, wow. I've done nice. Podcast um, uh, with Griff, yeah. Uh, yeah. with Brian, um, Brian Burke, yeah, and then now session. with- great session. Yeah, eBay, with, for business, eBay for Business podcast. Yeah, we love you, correct. Griff. We love you, Brian. Yes. So, uh, and then now we have the Seller Spotlight podcast. That was uh, the thing that we helped launch. Uh, uh-huh. um, I was like, I think first or second interview there. Um, so I've worked a lot with um, the eBay uh, seller community side. So okay. that's what we've been working on. And then recently now we're working together with um, just different marketing projects that we have. Um, we've done holiday, um, holiday promotions, holiday um, ads. So wow. through Instagram, mostly that's where I, I do my social medias. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm active there. So we've documented our journey since 2017, since we started. Okay. So um, just throughout there, um, helping, you know, vice versa, uh, giving issues, feedback. Uh-huh. So the last, I guess the last, eBay Open since 2018. I've been a part of 2018 and 2019. We did a panel with Doug. Uh, um, 2020, we did virtual. I was part of the virtual. Yeah. Uh, 21 was the hybrid. Uh, so we went, uh, we went, or, and then 22, uh, well, 22 was the hybrid. It was still virtual in 21. 22, we went to the eBay headquarters, spent a week there to film and shoot and meet with different department heads. So yeah. that was a very, uh, very big. So it's, it's a very healthy uh, relationship for sure. And what I like about that relationship is they haven't really limited me to be like, Hey, only promote eBay. Um, eBay is pretty much, you know, openly said like, Hey, we want you to succeed and whatever platform works for you. Go there. there." You have it. So, so that's, that's, that's when I say like, cause I've, I've worked with a lot of companies. It's like very, uh, they're very, 
uh, uh-huh. exclusive exclusivity first, right? Like, uh-huh. hey, how much would you charge if you only sell on our platform? I'm like, wow. you know, at this point, it's like, do you, are you really concerned about me making money or making sales? Or are you just concerned <laughs> of me not doing sales in their platform? Yeah. So so when, when eBay told me that, I was like, I'm on board. Like, put me on any programs that, that we can wow. do together because it's, you know, it's, it's business helping uh-huh. other business succeed. So I like exactly. that. Yeah. There you have it. So there is, we can destroy the myth, okay, that if you cross post to other platforms or you sell in other platforms, <laughs> eBay is going to punish you and send you to no. um, somehow, you know, um, you know, a, a, your ranking or visibility. No, um, yeah, there is a myth that everybody said there's like a switch on eBay, right? Like if you yeah. do something, it's off. It's funny because I've been there with Doug and we've <laughs> we 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 tried i mean we pretty much had all access when we were there i pretty much uh toured the whole facility and tried to find a giant switch that turns off your listings <laughs> or turns off your sale so every time i go there i always have my head on the swivel to look for that that you know oh. secret red room that had a giant switch that people could turn <laughs> off um, but it's, it's not real it's not real we tried to find it it's not there yeah, they unloyal to eBay switch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you have it. B can the hassle be okay? It's confirming okay that such switch does not exist, right, Dougie? Exactly. That's right. It's also, <laughs> also a MythBuster. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hi. So live selling has become big this year. Uh, I know you're very active uh, doing live sales events. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you, what you're doing, how is it going, and what you've done in the past. Yeah, I mean, live selling was definitely, you know, something that I didn't see. I didn't see it coming. Um, yeah. I've seen it in, in Asia, but I've always said, like, that's we're far ahead from it. And then next thing you know, Glenn Hustler Hack said, hey, have you heard of this live selling? I'm like, no, like what is live selling? You know, like, but I've seen people go live on Instagram and sell something, right? Like, yeah, I was like, okay. And he said like, that's pretty much it. But people can buy through the app. I'm like, okay. And then he said, we need to apply. I was like, okay. I heard there's a really long line. So this was whatnot during that time. And then All he right. applied and then I applied. So we waited about three weeks to four weeks, almost a month to get approved. Wow. So we weren't brought in as like sellers or influencers or anything like that. We went uh-huh. through the same process. Okay. And then as soon as we got in and then it was like that, that 22 was like a time where I was really looking for something different that yeah. I, I didn't know I was looking for something different. And obviously about this time we've been doing eBay for five years same thing over and over again. Yeah. I, I felt like I needed a refresher or like a different challenge. Yeah. Um, that's what I felt like. I would say it was very pivotal just for my own wow. like mental sanity because, oh. you know, like, that's like I've, I've, I've said before, I'm a guy that likes different projects. When um, there's not a lot of projects going on, I feel like bored. Yeah. Energy's not high and everything like that. So when huh. I saw this, I was like, I, we looked at each other, me and Glenn's like, Let's give it our all. I was like, for at least a year. That's what we said to each other. And yeah. After that, we pretty much dropped everything and it just <laughs> went hard and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so from then on, for our first month, 
pretty much we did like about like fifty to seventy thousand dollars in sales every month and whatnot. Wow. And and that's when whatnot invited us, like, hey, do you want to come to like sneaker oh con my Denver? God. <laughs> And then they heard it and they heard it cutching, right? Um, <laughs> so so whatnot pretty much reached out. It's like, hey, like we noticed that you're selling a lot. And and yeah. I'm like, like, who are you? And like that's what pretty much they said. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm Ken the Hustle Bee. I'm a seller on eBay. And it's like, so how many, how much inventory do you have? I'm like, during this time, I had like 200,000 inventory. And I was like, yeah. they were like blown. Like, what? Like, how? Like, so obviously, they're a platform that pretty much sell everything, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But so we met up uh, in SneakerCon Denver, uh, invited uh -huh. us there. So we live streamed there. And, oh. and then whatnot pretty much said like, hey, like, we had a really, you know, good feedback with your live. Very yeah. engaging. and obviously i mean even glenn said it like i think this platform was built for you because yeah. i love engaging people lights camera action is my thing yeah. um and then it just blossomed from there and after that we pretty much went to every sneaker convention uh for the rest of the year so wow. we, we i mean we counted it we took after may we took yeah. 68 flights after <laughs> may <laughs> So we were living on hotels and airplanes yeah. and, you know, being in different cities that we've never been before. Yeah. And also it became an avenue where people could meet us in person. Yeah. You know, post pandemic, uh -huh. we, we, you know, we made more friends online than in real life. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. that's when I said, like, Hey, I'm going to Denver. I'm going to, uh, yeah. I'm going to DC. I'm going to Dallas. Then everybody's like within the community. Yeah. They're like, Oh, let's check that out. Let's check that out. So yeah. they're not even like hardcore sneakerheads like me, but they've <laughs> known of me. But now they saw this an opportunity to like network in person. Yeah. So so we did that uh, full 2022 last year wow. and uh, hardcore with whatnot. And then, you know, now we're uh, experimenting with eBay Live. Yeah. Circle. Now, um, yeah. So eBay got us, uh, invited us. So yeah. there's uh, a handful of less than 10 sellers that could go live in the sneakers category. And we're one of them. So uh, we're learning that again. So this is my newfound challenge lately. Nice. Nice. Now, is JC, JC was with the, goes with you to all these trips, went with you on this tour, or were you alone? Yeah, so, so last year, so early on, it was just me uh, primarily mm -hmm. because we couldn't afford it. But as soon, oh. as, as soon as last year happened, you know, we've partnered with different companies, I pretty much said, like, man, this is, like, either pretty boring or pretty hard to do it all by myself. Um, um, and you know, um, once, once the sneaker con sh opens at like 12, it goes hard to like seven and yeah. I'm always in front of people and yeah. there's just things that needs to be taken care of that. Yeah. I figure that it's so much better when I have somebody that has my back and that's Absolutely. looking out for me. Yeah. So, so I pretty much put my foot down and said, whenever I'm going, yeah. JC is going. And what we've discovered throughout that is now we're able to document the journey better. Yes. Um, so actually the start was I went to South by Southwest in 2022 oh. with eBay. Yeah. That oh, wow. Yeah. So that was the start. 
and 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 JC was like filming, and then now we're putting all these IG reels, and people are like, yeah. "Yo, like we love this." And I'm like, the only way this is possible is if my wife goes with me, or I <laughs> hire somebody else. So yeah, now it became like a really a relationship building, uh, um, you know, season for us because now like after you know after we work hard, you know, we explore different. Um, you know, sightseeing, we stay a day or two extra, or we yeah. go try out different, um, you know, different restaurants and stuff like that. So it yeah. was very fun, but um, you know, it it was it was intense. It was intense. It sounds like it. Oh wow. Yeah. Now curious with what not, okay? Weren't you? I know that I, I read the terms of service and mm -hmm. I always wonder about these. Weren't you a little concerned that they were running a background check on you upon signing up mm -hmm. for selling on whatnot? I, I don't know. Maybe because, I mean, they, they're the first, um, I think, platform yeah. that needed my driver's license. I know. And yeah. And, yeah. and you're agreeing literally to a background check yeah. Yeah. with them. So I was very curious, you know, it never hesitate. It wasn't even a second yeah. thought. Mm hmm Yeah, I, I never, it was, it was definitely something that now that you brought that up, um, you know, I mean, I know for a fact that uh, uh -huh. they're very careful of multiple accounts. Yes. So that's one of the things. Uh, it's so hard to create another. I mean, I've had um, issue with JC accidentally creating an account because oh. it's, you know, like using the Google fill up, it created an yeah. account. And yeah. then she was like, why can't I make my own account? And then I literally had to bring it up to whatnot. It's like, well, it's your PC open an account under your name, yep. but it's not verified because you didn't put in your, your, uh, your license. So, oh. so I, I don't know if that's the way that they're trying to, uh, facilitate that. Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. So, Ken, what advice do you have for someone looking to get into selling sneakers? Mm -hmm. I would say you have to, you have to be willing to learn. Hmm. I think um, just looking at um, other sellers. I mean, I know a lot of people. I personally, you know, we we have few friends that we know of that are not sneakerhead yeah. that are selling sneakers now. Um, mm -hmm. but it, it is a big learning curve. Um, it is not that easy. And I think the biggest thing mm. is the cost of investment. Obviously. It's uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. So, so, um, that's why my biggest advice is go to a Nike outlet. Okay. Submerge yourself in a Nike outlet, because this is one thing that even though I was a sneakerhead, there were so many other sneakers that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So early on, I would spend about two hours at the Nike outlet per day. Yep. I would just start taking photos and I just start taking product codes. Yep. And I would just research them. Huh. Why is this shoe special? Uh, how many listings are available? How much is this thing sold for? Yeah. So I, my advice is the same to like every other category seller is. Yeah. You have to be really good at buying. Yeah. One of Do like you, the one of the wise eBay sellers uh -huh. I've heard is that uh -huh. you make money when you buy, not when you sell. 
<laughs> Absolutely. But what do you do, for example? Okay, I go to Nike outlets, which we have a lot here in Arizona. So when you come, let's go, Ken. Uh, I love the outlets here. That's why we moved here because mm -hmm. the thrift stores and the outlets, it's yep. just incredible. Right. So, um, you know, when it comes to searching, you know, the, the shoes, you know, and, and, and doing, you know, your, your recon on, on, right. on these outlets, what would you say is the biggest error that you see on people uh doing these uh reselling shoes what would you say it's like oh no another one and you well, you, you know we recognize yeah, us in yeah, thrift stores yeah. we recognize other people yeah. making mistakes right yeah i think a lot of it is they they think it's gonna sell quick i think um, that's the biggest factor for it because just just because there's a hundred solds doesn't mean it'll sell quick mm. but because because there are a thousand listings available Right. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of errors, people don't filter, don't use the filter. Um, mm -hmm. I filter down to the size. Yeah. Right. Because a size, I'm not competing against a size 12 item. Yeah. I'm only competing to a size nine. So yeah. that's the biggest factor. Uh, um, so I, a lot of people say they just type in the product code or the timeline mm -hmm. and then they see 500 listings, 500 sold. Right. Yeah. And then they end up buying a, a size Oof. eight men's, which is not very no. popular, no. you know, but, but you would rather buy a size 10 because yep. there's a lot more size 10 that has sold. So your chances of selling that item mm. is so much higher than that size eight. Um, because sometimes you'll see a lot of bad sizes available. Yeah. That's, that's the thing in an outlet. That's why it's called an outlet because all the bad sizes in the, unwanted yep. products that's exactly. why they're there because nike couldn't move them at retail that's why uh -huh. it's discounted there well, it's either that or overstock or the yep. demand is not that high so mm -hmm. just because they're there for cheap don't mean they're gonna sell for good money so mm. so i would say i'm very extreme at like researching um so everybody can say oh you can make money anyway yes you can make money you can make a dollar or you can make fifty dollars yeah. So I am the extreme and I would only go for like the top 10% uh, possible products. So can you go to Nike outlets? I don't know. We do this on yeah. three stores. Okay. Yeah. I'm with my wholesalers. Yeah. And, uh, can you go to Nike and let's say, um, hi, Ken, I'm going to buy 10 pairs of these, 10 pairs of that. I'm yeah. ready to check out. Can you give me a deal? Do you do no. that? You, they uh... can't, they can't. Um, because again, they have to follow on their uh, policy. And you can't uh, even buy, it used to, you can buy 10 per style. Now they've yeah. lowered it to five per style. Ooh. You can only buy five per style in total of 30 items. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So now that has eliminated kind of like the big sharks. Because wow. there was a point in time where you could, the limit was $5,000. Buy as many as you want, $5,000. Wow. And there uh -huh. are days that they would allow $15,000. So wow. when somebody's beat you there, he could oh. technically buy the best products off the rip. And that is why relationship building is very important uh. because you want to be aware of the deals, mm. aware of when they run sales mm. or aware. And also it's just, you want to have like a harmonious relationship with them. Like there's yeah. an outlet that I've worked with for seven years now. 
and wow. and they didn't know I was hustle me until last year. <laughs> they just knew me a skin because I didn't want to freak them out. Like, yeah. like, oh, this guy's like, you know, taking forward it's because it's yeah. it could be two things, right? Either they like you for yeah. helping, or they'll or- hate you for exposing the location. Yep. So, so yeah, and then now with working with different companies, they saw my videos from different platforms. <laughs> like, wait, that's is that you? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, Ken, uh, tell us about uh, out hustle and is that coming back? A lot of people have asked me that. Um, <laughs> you know, it should come back. I would say that, um, and, and with just the different. Just a teaser. We've had a you know uh-huh. off recorded conversation with Clara, the CEO. We might have something upcoming with for you guys. Um, it is definitely something that has impacted a lot of people. Um, yeah. uh, we did it in 2018 and 2019, and uh-huh. up to this day, um, they credit a lot of their um, you know it was a, a milestone. It was a mile marker for their business wow. um, to. To get to the next level, that's our goal yeah. for our hustle is to get your business to the next level. Um, it's you know we did in-person events, workshops, all wow. day hardcore workshops, yeah, uh, strategy down to like a goal setting. Um, yep. it's very uh tangible uh yeah. learning experience for 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 the people that are att- have attended. So um, yeah. yes, I would say it's coming back. Uh, Yay! Keep on the lookout. Keep on the lookout. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about that. I know it's just it's those things that I'm so lucky that I had Amanda when I started reselling uh for the clothing bowl because I don't know where would I've been uh you know 14 years ago uh, without a partner helping or you know a community but you having you know the out hassle uh network and 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 resources this is something that the community really needs i'm so happy mm-hmm. to hear that you're bringing it back yay Ken! Yep. it's awesome the out hustled events what you do is awesome and like yeah. you said you've helped so many sellers and then we've got camp listing party coming up. You'll be a speaker there. So mm-hmm. can you tell us Yay. a little bit about that, please? Yeah, so I'm very excited about this. Um, it is definitely, um, I feel like I'm going back to my roots. Um, I was, to tell you honestly, I was the most excited about this event this year. Um, <laughs> being invited, I was like, wow. Like, I literally had to stop in my tracks. I'm like, this, this really, like, kind of, like, brings me back to my core because um, network sessions and conferences like this are really what what sustains your business because in business there's ups and downs um, and then a lot of what happens during these events uh, are meeting of the same minds uh, meeting of the same people that have goals in life and that are pursuing something and there's so much power in that and i'm like i'm like you know looking at like i'm gonna be that energizer bunny wherever you guys need me for i'll bring that energy 
I'll bring that aspiration <laughs> and obviously the experience. No, because now like I'm seven years in, right? Like, like wow. back in the day, a lot of people have said like, oh, I'm one year, two years, you know, that, that that's, those are baby moments, right? Yeah. There's a huge, only 30% of business lasts over three years. Yep. And then now we're here, right? Mm-hmm. So now I feel like, you know, I'm in that um, phase where, I have mm-hmm. a lot of experience and a lot of things where yeah. where I'm very willing to share it. So yeah. that's what's going to happen. So I, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be all in uh, on this event, all plugged in. Flights are booked. Hotels are booked. Uh, I'm <laughs> excited. The Energizer B is coming. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I will be buzzing. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, and then what is next for the Hustle B, please? That is really something that we've been thinking a lot of this year. Um, this year have been a lot of our content creation. Um, I've been um, learning a lot about um, using a professional camera. So uh, trying to have a higher quality video, higher quality of just elevating it to the next level. Um, as far as the business, Adin, I, I would like to just maintain I'm not trying to like exponentially grow. I mean, the mm-hmm. last six years, it's always been the lowest we've grown was 50% growth. Yeah. And this year I'm like, it's kind of like a year where I'm trying to set us up for the next five years. I'm not yeah. trying to take on a project too big that yeah. I won't have enough direction, but definitely um, being invited to um, camp uh, listing party. I think this is one of the things that, it's a step outside of my comfort zone because yeah. it's not just sneakers. That's the yeah. biggest thing. And yeah. ultimately it doesn't, what I tell everybody is like having an e-commerce business is not really about, yes, there's a lot of it has to do with the product, but it's a lot of it has to do with the operation. Yes. And I think that has uh, something that we have learned so much between mm. me and my wife's um we're a two-person operation, and now we have one one uh, person that we've employed. So there's three of us now. Nice. So it's just mastering the scaling of yeah. uh, the business building processes. That yeah. way, you could get to the next level. Because exactly. Because I don't want my ceiling to be my business ceiling. So yeah. it's really trying to find a way where I can improve on different category. But also, it's like, I, I, me and my wife say this, like we're very fortunate and very blessed uh, wow. to be making the income that we're making. And ultimately we really don't need anything else financially. Yeah. I mean, we are living really well compared yeah. to where we're at. So yeah. now it's like a lot of the downfall of a lot of people that have made money is they mm-hmm. lack, uh, they lack meaning. They yes. lack fulfillment. So uh-huh. yeah, this this brings me so much fulfillment to mm-hmm. share my story, to, yep. to network with other sellers, to teach what I have learned. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are what not to do, probably, you know, don't do this <laughs> because I failed doing this. Um, and that's okay. You know, like, like life is about learning what not to do and yes. experiencing what could possibly work. Yeah. So, so that's, that's what I want to share. And I think that's where Hustlebee is going to be next. Uh, hopefully kind of like a big brother kind of figure and yeah. um, try to like guide the next sellers or ultimately 
uh, challenge and energize the ones that have done it longer than I am that yeah. in a way are stuck and are looking for uh, what's their next purpose. What a great answer. What an answer. In what I love the most about what you just mentioned is that you're you're keeping yourself very humble, even though you're exceeded your financial, your abundance goals, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's happiness, time with family, um, financial stability. But it's really nice that you are understand, understanding that sometimes, many times when people mm -hmm. have access to abundance, um, it's like you get unplugged from, you know, reality okay. and uh, you lose that purpose. And uh, mm -hmm. through helping others, it's just incredible. That's what I always say with, with Amanda, um, you know, about this perfectly. We love helping other people uh, make money, make it faster. Uh, and it's just such a rewarding purpose. And uh, again, thank you. Thank you for doing this for the community. We we really need your Ken. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for this opportunity for sure. Yeah. And so, so B, it's always great and inspiring to talk to you. And I always learn something when we talk, whether it's casual, whether it's business. So before we let you go, anything to add? I always say never settle. Um, that's, that's our biggest thing. And if yeah. we are faced with challenges in life, I always say like, can we overcome this? And, you know, the moment you overcome is the moment you decide that you're not settling on this current <laughs> situation. So so I tell everybody and challenge everybody to audit every areas in your life. And yeah. are you settling or are you going to make the decision to never settle? So <laughs> that's the two words we live by, never settle. And if you're happy, then yes, you keep it. But if you're not happy yet, if you haven't attained it yet, don't settle. Go for it. Nice. Thank you. And you smile. Always got a smile on your face. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Ken, the Hustle V. It was uh, always great to talk to you. Thank you, Ken. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. We'll see you soon in person. <laughs>